Okay, welcome back, guys. This is Gavin and Mike from the 9 to 5 podcast. And today we are talking about the differences between a life coach and counseling. So, this is, I don't know about you, Gavin, but this is a question I get asked quite a lot, right? Uh, I get clients in consultation sessions where uh, I'll be like, what outcome do you want to achieve? And then they'll go through what outcomes they want to achieve. And actually, it turns out that perhaps life coaching is not the best option. Um, and just before I jump into like my examples, like what, what what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, this is a very common question that that I get from uh, clients, prospective clients, and also when I'm looking on a uh, line, there's that there's a really it gets muddled between the two. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Who, who does a coach really think they are? That they're <laughs> yeah. not licensed. They don't right. know how to really hold the space. And um, I totally get that too. So I just wanted to slow down this conversation. I can I can see why people would have this kind of um, it, it would be so muddled, especially with life coaching not being a regulated. Um, it's not a regulated profession. Yeah, it's, sure. out of po- it's out of pocket for people. And so there's a lot of, even with the International Coaching Federation yeah. there um, that sets the guidelines, which is powerful. You don't have to be under an ICF accredited institution or to be certified for that matter to do that. Yeah, that's a very good point. And we can actually go into that and, and just give some people advice as to as to what they can do to find uh, to find a credible life coach. Right. Because you're right. It's not a regulated industry, meaning that anybody and their dog can literally one day wake up and be like, hey, I am a life coach. Right. So, it, you know, it's, it may be difficult sifting through the market to find a life coach that's right for you, whereas with, say, a therapist you know that they're going to be credentialed somehow, right? Or they're going to have some sort of certification. So maybe we can go into that a bit later on in the podcast as to what people can do to go about finding a good life coach or someone who's credible, right? Very good. Um, yeah. Yes. So so just in terms of the differences then between um, a life coach and a therapist, what, what would you say the differences are from your perspective? I would say that one of the uh, really the fundamental differences, you know, there's exceptions to rules. And just one of the fundamental differences that I see is that there's a lot of uh, focus on, you know, you're dealing with a DSM a lot of times. Right. So a lot of therapists. will. Oh, it's the the diagnostic criteria. Uh, It's the manual where it's like, okay, so you have schizophrenia, uh, you have ADHD and there's certain types of symptoms. You have a certain amount of symptoms. They'll they'll put you in that category and then therefore you'll seek help. You'll get medication if you need to. And some people will just go because it's like their relationships are off, right? Okay. Um, they're having problems, so they have MFTs, marital family therapists as well. Mm-hmm. And within therapy, there's a lot of different modalities, whether it's cognitive behavioral therapy, where it's psychoanalysis, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether it's more about behavioral therapy, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is focused on, hey, there's something, it's, it's very generally, but there's something wrong. There's something mm. wrong and I need to get it fixed, mm. right? Yeah. And so whether that is through medication in addition to having therapy, they typically, you know, uh, would be like longer form where mm-hmm. it's over a longer duration of time to address something where there's like a sense of a malfunction or a dysfunction right. that's taking place. Whereas yeah. for coaching and what I liked about it, because I've seen therapists a few times, you know, and for sure. things that are like I wanted to deal about my past around like just a relationship things like why does this keep happening? And I wanted clarity around that by looking into the past and I wanted yeah. to talk to professional about that. Yeah. Whereas coaching for me, I find it the focus is like, yo, girl, man, in between, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong right. with you. So right. it's, it's a different it's not, focus, as you say, right? 
it's absolutely it's a different it's a different place of focus it's not about like uh if there, if you're actually in a place of languishing you know mm-hmm. that that you really think that there's something that's super off that i need to get it fixed then coaching is not is not for you yeah, sure. These are for people who are functional. They're able to actually to to, to work. They're able to uh, stand on their two feet, and mm-hmm. therefore, for me, they're for performers. Mm-hmm. They're for people that actually are ambitious and they want to take their lives to to the next level from a place right. of growth, not from a place of like, oh, I'm a wrong or this, that, and the third. Maybe they yeah. want accountability structures in place, like my one client, yeah, right here, who's uh is very successful. He's a he's a six figure tech director. Uh-huh. And uh, so he didn't really need too much help as far as him on, on in work as much yeah. as he has. He's an incredible writer. He's always <laughs> wanted to write a book. And he also noticed that for him, like when it's uh, passion projects and things where he no one's necessarily holding him accountable like he would at work, mm-hmm. uh, it's harder for him to follow through. And right. so he wanted actually an accountability structure and to decipher a stronger sense of motivation to continue moving forward. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. when I was able to actually work with him to be like, good, you know, so nothing's wrong. This is awesome mm-hmm. that you want to start mm-hmm. a passion project. And what if we were to actually say that this is not necessarily a passion project as much as this is something that's appealing to something you deeply care about and is part of a mission. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's nice. part of a mission. And yeah. so now it's it's expanding his why. It's yeah. making it bigger to know, like, imagine all the people that can help that are in tech that maybe are so left brained or so much more heady where they're trying to find things to nitpick at and because he can communicate to them in a way that that they can receive it through more of like anecdotes and through more of this like sense of humor okay you know uh dealing with these archetypes uh in in his book it's he he has his motivation he wrote you know ended up writing um between uh, what was it it was it was close to 160 pages within three weeks you know after getting just clear on that yeah, yeah. And nothing was wrong with him. Yeah, sure. It's, so it's I'll just pick up on two things you mentioned there. So he wrote he wrote that many pages in that three weeks. So, uh, and you said he got clear on that. So a, a lot, uh, uh, coaching generally speaking has a lot to do with being goal oriented, right? Goal fo- focused, wanting to achieve some goal and getting some clarity about how uh, you can go about achieving that goal, right? Whereas I would say counseling therapy is more so about feeling good about a current situation or maybe some past situation. So just to give an example, like me and me and uh, and next, we were going through a rough patch in our relationship, right? And we wanted to feel better about each other and understand each other a bit better. We didn't have any goal per se we were trying to get to, but we knew we wanted to, to understand each other a bit better and understand how we could work within the relationship a bit better. So in that scenario, counselling was the better approach, right? We didn't seek a, a life coach who could help us smash out some goal. Right? We just wanted to feel better about the relationship. And so in that scenario, counselling was the appropriate route. Whereas, um, uh, for example, when I was setting up my my life coaching practice and I wanted to get paid clients, I wasn't sure about how I could go about doing that. I wasn't sure what my resources were. I wasn't sure about, you know, how what number of clients I wanted to get or how much I wanted to charge. So I needed some clarity around some goal that I wanted to achieve. So in that scenario, I sought out a coach, someone who could help me achieve some future-focused goal. And so I'd say, generally speaking, those those I would say would be the main differences. Life coaching is all about some goal uh, that you want to achieve in the future and you want some clarity and accountability around that. Counseling therapy is more so about feeling better, understanding a, either a current situation or some past trauma perhaps that you're dealing with. So that that's my take and I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that sort of resonate from the, from the stories that you're sharing as well, Gav. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, this is a very interesting thing too because um, I call myself actually a mindset coach. 
Mindset. You know, I deal a lot. Yeah. I deal a lot with the mindset, so that can that extends to metal people too. It's just like, how's that different even from a psychologist? Right. And it, I, I just bring it back to the same to the same notion. It's just like, you know, it's it's having that clear sense of uh, of an idea on. Do you, if you know, like I can sense when people are in a place where they're languishing. And, mm-hmm. you know, where they're at a place where they're in this, a place where it's a really low vibration, where they're depressed for whatever the reason is. Yeah. And I don't work, I don't work with chronic depression, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I deal with the mindset on helping people to activate more towards Carol Dweck, that great book that I recommend, Mindset. And that's mm-hmm. where they really do, uh, weed, weed, out, weed out the distinction between what a fixed mindset and a growth mindset is. If you guys mm-hmm. were here at my place right now, you would see on my wall, I have the distinctions on what the characteristics that differentiate both and i coach people into living more into a growth mindset so it's yeah. more about moving forward and it mm-hmm. is very performance and goal and goal based that's also about really understanding just the mechanics on how are you how are you working what are the mechanics of actually the habits and of how does the habits work and how do we actually align our minds through the power of affirmations through the power of setting clear intentions of mm-hmm. really being intentional on how we're going to be allocating our resources and our time mm-hmm. uh to move forward mm-hmm. to take those re- next actions forward and so that's that's is a big it's about the momentum moving forward so mm-hmm. goals are a really big part of mm-hmm. of coaching Totally. Yeah. And, and and I'll just say, uh, I'll just speak on the subject of transformational life coaching, right? Because there's this distinction between life coaching and transformational life coaching. And I I distinguish myself as a transformational life coach. So people might, might be wondering, well, what's a transformational life coach? And people listening may have heard uh, someone say something along the lines of thoughts create emotions, emotions create um, actions, actions create behaviors, behaviors create characteristics, characteristics develop results, Right. And so a client will come to me and say, right, this is the result I want to achieve. I want to earn 10x my finances in the next 12 months, okay? So that's at the end of the spectrum. That's the results. And then during a coaching session or coaching engagement, which may span over six weeks or six months, we'll have that end goal in mind, but then we may dig a bit deeper, go below the surface. If you imagine like an iceberg and that goal of 10x in your finances in 12 months is at the tip of the iceberg, we might go a little bit below that and understand what's 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 happening underneath the surface what what's stopping you from achieving that goal right now why haven't you achieved that goal in the past and then from that we'll dive deep and look at the habits the behaviors the emotions the beliefs the thoughts that are either contributing to you achieving that goal or holding you back and what's great i think about that approach is that not only will you have the resources and and the 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 momentum to achieve that particular goal you also have the same uh, resources to achieve any other similar goal, right? Which may be affected from your thoughts and your emotions and your your cognitions. So with transformational life coaching, it's really about going below the surface to yes, still achieve that future oriented goal, but understanding the mechanics, the cognitions, the emotions, the physiology that's either contributing or holding you back from achieving that long term goal. So so the focus is still very much very much the same. Yeah, and you know, you like what you were touching upon too is kind of like, yeah, what what are those things that might be holding us back? The thoughts, the thoughts, the behaviors, and then also on the other side, it's like with that movement of forward, with that builds awareness, and then there's a sense of embodiment, awareness with the acceptance, and then embodiment moving forward about really creating that that future, mm. that future. You have that goal, you have that tangible goal. Now, now we want to have actually an emotional connection to that, right? Mm-hmm. So with my clients, I spend time, I spend 90 minutes just for to create a vision. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. really creating that vision on what that looks like, what that feels like, what mm-hmm. that what your posture would be like, you know, mm-hmm. how you'd mm-hmm. be brushing your teeth, knowing that you're about to look in the mirror and see a sexy man that's right in front of you, not just physically, it's mm-hmm. also knowing the man who sculpted his mindset to the point where he can look dead himself in the eyes and say, you know what, this man is a badass, he's about to have an amazing day. You know, and he's going to tackle it with grateful audacity, you know, nice. and it's like that kind of intensity. It's like, what does that feel like? Yeah. You know, how yeah. would you be calling your mom when you see that instead of getting upset or, or triggered with these? How would that feel like if that was if you were being gratefully audacious? And I just created that right now. Right. <laughs> of course, they get to create their possibility. Yeah, sure. But it's, a, it's using and enlivening them with it, with feeling it through the, the senses. Yeah. And getting that to, to create that momentum moving forward because it all starts right here first. It all starts yeah. between the our, between our ears. Mm-hmm. And you want to have it in a way where you want to be excited. You know, I say you want to be excited like uh, when when you're thinking about your goal. You don't mm-hmm. want to look in and be like, oh, my God, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, sure. It's like good luck trying to get there then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Totally, totally. And so and so I think what we've touched upon is, is really two things, right? Two, two Fs, right? Feeling and focus. So we've talked about with life coaching, the focus is, is very much getting from the present to the future. And with counseling and therapy, generally speaking, it's more so about looking at the past and feeling better about some past event that's happened that's causing the client to feel discomfort. And 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 then segueing into the feeling, it's about with counseling or therapy, the client is typically, generally speaking, not feeling so great, maybe perhaps feeling dysfunctional not in a good space, wants to feel better about themselves. Or at least that's the perception, right? It may not be true, but that's that, that's the perception. And with coaching, you're not necessarily feeling displaced or or or, or dysfunctional, but you want to, you, you feel okay, you feel competent, and you want to achieve some future goal. And we talked about this in, a, in another video we made, what advice can you expect from a life coach, where we said, in my view, a good coach holds his client in unconditional positive regard and um someone who kind of pioneered this sort of mindset and his thinking was carl rogers who was a, a psychotherapist and and he he developed client-centered therapy which which was all about the client being fully resourceful right not needing to be fixed and whole so so in my view a coach regards their client with unconditional positive regard and views them in that way so there's nothing that needs fixing so so that's what we mean when we talk about the feeling. So focus is future oriented and feeling is you are okay and whole and there's nothing to fix. We're just going to untangle and unscramble whatever's going on in your brain that's stopping you from achieving that goal. So from, from what I'm hearing from your experience and mine as well, Gavin, I'm hearing those, yeah. those are like the two main distinctions. Yeah. And what you had said too, like, you know, even Carl Rogers, you know, back then being, being a, a psychologist, there's going to be some principles that are going to be similar. And, you know, that's also like the beauty of it. And there are also distinctions right, about right, it. Exactly. And so yeah. by holding that unconditional, really like positive regard, like I see it, it's just like I'm I'm actively seeking for the inner genius in the other person. And mm. I speak to that. Mm. You know, I only speak to that. Yeah. And like how many people in life were that you'll have someone who's only speaking to that. They're not right. speaking into your considerations. Mm-hmm. And they're holding a container, a safe mm-hmm. and sacred container of confidentiality where you can really be yourself in there and you can really explore, right. you know, 
you know, especially with so many things that may be taking place around the world, depending on where you are in your at, at this stage in your life, mm-hmm. you know, to actually hold that container where somebody is here to not just champion you, but helping mm-hmm. to create accountability structures that are in place to help you achieve mm-hmm. that result that you're out to, while also yeah. enjoying the process more to, to yeah. fill yourself and fuel yourself with the emotions that you want. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's an amazing um, experience, and that's why I continue having coaches as a coach, nice. and yeah. we'll continue to. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, the, the accountability alone is is so game changing. Let alone some of the other things like feeling encouraged and creating a strategy and having someone to talk through and hold a container for you, like you say. So, so why don't we try and make this practical for people listening? Then, Gavin, how about we like? Could you give me an example of when? of a scenario that you might have as a client where you would seek life coaching and then and then perhaps another where counseling or therapy would be better suited so uh one thing for me is that when i was interested in becoming a coach myself mm-hmm. <laughs> right so this was very this was very personal it ha- happened to me is i did i just started coaching people first for free yeah Right. And I was just like, I want to do it. So I started coaching people in the Navy. I started coaching people back in the States when I was in Japan between 2013 to 2015. And I was like, I want to be coached. I want to see what this is about. And yeah. so for me, it's like I was interested in the industry. Uh, I wanted to see clear clear the clouds out. Is it Tony Robbins the only kind of way of coaching or is there other ways? So I, I worked with somebody from the Netherlands and he coached me for a couple of months, which was amazing. And from mm-hmm. there, I just started working with coaches. I'm like, oh, I see the value of this. And so um, what was the reason and what was the goal you're trying to achieve when you sought out a coach? When I when I sought when I sought him out with there, I wanted to explore. You know, I had some financial resources, and I wanted to explore. Uh, really, is coaching something that I want to do? You know. Okay. And so my result is uh, to really just get clear. Like, should I? I want should I continue forward and create a website, lifeenthusiast.com? It was called back then, and really yeah. like promote my coaching and do all these things. And then um, I, eventually, I led to the conclusion that I was going to put it on hold to actually start another thing, this online publishing that okay. I later just stopped. You know, but I, yeah. I it, it came to that point. I wanted just clarity to get to that point of continue moving forward with with coaching or not. Right. Okay. Right. Nice. So you're seeking out clarity. So there, yeah, it created, yeah, definitely seeking clarity and it was specifically yeah. for that. Do I want to continue yeah, nice. moving forward the coaching or not? And yeah. what can I take, what can I take from his coaching, yeah. you know, because as a scientist, what can I take from his coaching to infuse it into mine so mm. I can 10x my ability to hold space and to help create breakthroughs for the people? You know, yeah. Other ones was to expand. It was more business oriented to expand my coaching business, um, right? To create more clientele, uh, and within that, things Mm -hmm. come up. Things come up Mm -hmm. in the coaching sessions where you know sometimes relationships that that I that I was in, family, romantically, would come up, and then Mm. you know it's having that space to know that I can also be able to address that because uh, nothing occurs in isolation. For sure. And so whenever something is feels like it's out of integrity or something's off, like I can address that. Although that wasn't the focus, sure. there's a, the container is held to where there's a recognition, right? Where it's just like it's not going to be put to the wayside because the coaches I work with, they understand that too, obviously. That it's just yeah. like, well, this might be energetically actually holding me back or or something. Let's actually stop. Let's just check in and see so that we can move forward. We're not going to over we're not going to overlook this. And just sure. to get to a result, we're actually going to see so we can cleanse this energetically and we have a goal and nothing's wrong with you yeah <laughs> in the situation yeah. and yeah. you have everything that you need to actually move forward nice and so 
that those have been the reasons for me yeah nice yeah cool love it so there you go so so a nice clear example of why you might seek out a life coach maybe there's some career you want to dive into and you're not quite sure what it looks like and you want to get some clarity you want to sort of um untangle your thoughts um have them laid out in front of you so you can dissect them and you know it's something so simple about speaking to someone else right that that promotes clarity of thought it's it's unbelievable how simple it is you know i can have a coaching session with a client and in the first five minutes they're like this is so simple why have i not asked myself these questions already and it's just having that having that feedback having someone who can look at you and, and, and reflect the blind spots right and this is why we have mirrors right if we didn't have mirrors we wouldn't see that 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 bit of dust on the side of our face or we wouldn't see that loose hair on our cheek right and this is why, why we have mirrors and coaches are in effect mirrors professional mirrors who hold back and reflect how you're appearing to the world so that that is a, that's really good for for getting clarity yeah. i think um, yeah that's that's and, totally one and even just to deepen that a little more is just it's taking those things like even those type of like how, how can i think of that can also on the other side be this uh, be and i i know that already kind of thing right uh -huh. and really being able to hold space to address those like oh, i've heard this already i heard that i heard that yeah. already and seeing how that can be an overarching context for people where they say that but yet they're not doing it you know, so it becomes this intellectual kind of fluffy kind of notion of using I know that as a rationalization for not following through, but they want right. to use it to reduce cognitive dissonance. And right. so actually holding that space to slow that down to be like, I'm noticing that there's a lot of I know that already that's coming up. How's that been working for you? Yeah. <laughs> right. And embracing the impact for that, because that could be a game changer and transformation in itself where they totally. see things and they choose to reread books or reread or reintroduce themselves to things that they already do because repetition is the language of the brain. Yeah. And then using that as a way of thank you for the reminder of that, right? Mm -hmm. Or thank you for actually shedding light and creating this opportunity so that I can further embody this more. Mm -hmm. So I can further know that like, wow, treat other people the way that I want to be treated. Is that, I, I've been saying that as lip service. Like, I know that that's important. Like, like, let me look deep. Is it really, or is it treat other people the way they want to be treated mm -hmm. and requiring that ex one level above self-awareness to other awareness? Right. What does that really mean like? You know, what, what would that mean? You trying to learn their love language? Would, would that mean really trying to ask certain types of questions to be like, what really matters to you? Mm. And so underneath it, like coaching for me has is uh, really about helping people to live into higher quality questions that they mm. ask themselves and they schedule in. So it becomes this rem this uh, rote memorization process and it starts to be habitual and that starts to live into a higher quality life. You know, nice. um, amen to that. Fuck, Amen dude, I'm, to just, I'm just getting I'm getting hyped up about this but I feel it <laughs> <laughs> I feel it for sure and so and so how about for a therapy a therapist what kind of scenario would be better suited for a therapist or a counselor well I'll, I'll, I'll be just playing the court say for me for instance um I was I was dating this girl and then I was having self-esteem issues Okay. Why, why wasn't I able to, to perform in bed with this girl? Am I really not that attracted to her? Is there something out? Am I impotent? Is something wrong? Is something wrong with me? Sure. You know, and so I actually got to a point where I saw a therapist about that. Okay. You know, and I'm like, maybe there's something wrong. Maybe there's something in the past about my relationship in high school that I'm yeah. holding on to, which I knew there was something around that. And yet I was also just honoring like the physical attraction was not there and i was trying to find these rationalizations around it but i had to really mm -hmm. dig into the past around it so i was coming from a place of like there's something dysfunctional right there's a yeah, dysfunction exactly. right yeah. impotence or whatever yeah. like there's it's like a sexual dysfunction where you have an inability to get hard 
All right. Yeah. This might be TMI yeah. to you people, but like this is just putting on the court. Like this is why I saw a therapist because I thought <laughs> no, something was actually God. something was wrong with me. And yeah, I actively yeah, yeah. sought a therapist for that. And at within, you know, for me, it's I got the distinctions that I needed really within a couple of sessions for that. Sure. Sure. Ended up ending the relationship because I'm like, I just have to honor that, you know, that just what I wasn't being fulfilled in that way. And yeah, and and hey, you know, that's just what it, that's what it is. So, yeah, that's the reason. So, like, so that's really yeah. so that's really clear. Then. And then even like mirroring that with the examples I gave. So an example that I gave where where me and my ex sought out uh, a counselor was because we we're trying to fix something. Right. Like was was something wrong with our relationship? I mean, something clearly was because we, we felt we needed to speak to a counselor. And rightly so. And in your situation, you thought, was there something wrong with me? And you wanted to look at that and fix it. And then in examples we gave about seeking out a life coach, for you, it was about getting clarity and seeing if life coaching was right for you. And actually, mine was very similar. Um, I mean, I knew coaching was right for me, but I, I had no idea about how to go about setting up my practice, price structuring, finding clients, that sort of thing. So so in, in that case, when we both sought out life coaches, it was for it was goal-oriented. It was future-focused. And so really, I think those are the key distinctions. The, the focus one being future, one being past, and and the other being how we feel, right? Our perception of ourselves. So one being we want to fix something, there's something wrong with me, and that's counseling and therapy. And with coaching, it's like, hey, we feel competent, whole, we're ready to get to that next level. We're ready to achieve some goal. So so I think I think those are the two main distinctions really. Yeah. Um, yep between coaching and, and, and counseling. So we hope that's been useful. And, and and I did say at the beginning of this podcast, this episode, we'll talk about how uh, how someone could go about filtering this this um, market, this landscape of coaches, right? Because you mentioned, Gavin, that it's not a regulated industry. So what could someone do right now if they were listening, if they wanted to find themselves a life coach because they wanted to get some clarity about some future goal or they wanted to just get out of their comfort zone and stretch themselves beyond imagination and really inspire themselves, inspire the people around them and achieve something great, like setting up a business or writing a book, for example. How could they go about seeking out a life coach, a credible life coach from this vast landscape? Yep, in this vast landscape, right? We have it right here. This is how we're channeling it through. The the power of, you could go on Yelp.com and you can look search in your location. Look at the different testimonials that are there. Uh, yeah. A lot of coaches will schedule consultations that will give you an idea, like where yeah. you, you know, you want to assess. You got lean it upon with your values. If you value, you know, you want to be able to trust a person. You want to be able to feel comfortable around the person. You yeah. want a person that can challenge you. And you just yeah. decipher that. Those are three that I find is very important to it. And what all the clients that come to me find very important. Um, you can have a consultation with me. Go onto my mm-hmm. website, see the testimonials, see, see, you could check out some of my videos, Gavin Masamiya, see for yourself. And I'm one flavor of coaching. I'm a badass coach and maybe <laughs> I'm just not the baddest coach for you or maybe I am. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, uh, yeah, try different flavors. And I would even say, you know, for instance, like you get to try, like, I would say probably try no more than like a handful, get, get like five and then see, uh, see what you're willing to do. If there's three months, like, and what it is that you are looking to actually get out of it, yeah. you know, you, know, you yeah. start to start to ponder it and be allow yourself to be introspective on mm. what would I really want to get out of uh, working with a life coach, mindset coach, transformational coach, mm. you know, yeah. that would really yeah. bring myself a deep level of fulfillment in my life. Yeah, totally. Nice. Yeah. So that's, that's some good practical advice. So going on um, search engines like Yelp, for example, having a look at testimonials. And I think that's a really good thing that you said, Gavin, is to just try a couple of different life coaches you know do your research like uh, window shop as it were and speak to a couple and 
get an, an initial session and see how you get on and see if you do have the same values and if you resonate because it's super important to make sure you, you do partner up with a good life coach that you gel with um i was also yeah. going to say um that's something that i do as well is that i have an initial uh consultation for free so you can also test out what it's like to be coached by me but what i was also going to say is because the industry is not regulated, it means that every man and their dog can wake up one morning and decide to become mm -hmm. a life coach. And so one way to, to filter, if this is something that's important to you, is to seek out someone who is qualified and trained, right? Right. And that's not to say that only qualified coaches are going to be good. Right. Because I'm very confident that you are going to find some coaches who, who have a wealth of experience and have immense results, right? So, so having a qualification does not immediately determine quality of culture absolutely absolutely however it is another distinction that you can make right yeah you, you know if, you, if you're someone who likes to do their research i am someone who does i may decide i want someone who's qualified and trained and i may look at the the background of their training the quality of their training to see if they're, they're good for example i have a qualification which is registered with the international coaching federation so that's been that training that i received was approved by the international coaching federation so if those if, if the values that the International Coaching Federation standby are important to you, then that may be a consideration for you. If you just want to have someone that you can gel with and you know is going to push you, then that doesn't matter. And the advice that Gavin said is going to be good, which is to try out a handful of different coaches. So just a few things there that you can try to just, you know, work it out and find out what's right for you. Yes, uh, absolutely. Like, for instance, for me, I got certified from an ICF accredited institution, IPEC, right there. It's one of, like, nice. the largest in the U in United States. And the coach that I'm working with right now is not uh, has not got coached from an ICF or got certified from an ICF accredited. And I go. coached her based on the results that she created. You know, mm -hmm. uh, she creates for her clients to get based on the testimonials on her website and everything. So, you, you know, yeah, there's different shapes and sizes. And the best sure. way is just by going and getting getting just getting those consultations and really just mm. getting a feel for it and you'll mm. really only really know when push comes to shove is by actually being in a contract you know for like a three months and really just seeing seeing you know Results, yeah but sure. like the consultation is a very good first start absolutely absolutely so there we are guys that's the that's today's podcast which is all about the differences between counseling and a life coach we hope you got some value from it the two key things that that we want you to take away from this podcast about the distinctions between counseling and life coaching are really the, the two f's the feeling and the focus with counseling the feeling is is getting from a, a place where we want to fix ourselves we're not feeling too great and we want to feel better about ourselves and the focus is, is more so about the past getting feeling better about the past in the present and with life coaching the feeling is very much you know we're competent we're whole we're resourceful and the focus is a future oriented goal so those are the two main things and then we also just touched on what you can do to find yourself a life coach so gavin and i both offer an initial consultation you you, you do yours for free gavin oh yeah my first consultation yes okay cool so as for me my website is willingwinning.com for you gavin it's uh gavin g-a-v-i-n m a s u m i y a dot com gavin dot com you can also find me around on the instagram like it's all under gavin Mossamia to just give more about my swag and more about what i'm about uh professionally and personally um yeah yeah Mossamia, nice to see ya <laughs> so there'll be links around around this uh, podcast where you can where you can check us out personally and we both offer uh free initial consultations um um we talked about looking for credentials if that's important to you or just trying out a few different cultures to see what resonates with you so we hope you got some value from this podcast ladies and gentlemen and if you did as always be sure to like comment subscribe 
and beautiful lovelies all around the world right now, uh, wherever you are. Uh, good morning. Good evening. And of course, good night. <laughs>